You didn't know it was going to get deep like this. This really is like a therapy session. We were talking. Oh, about it is. Later. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Oh, I'm bringing. We're we're crying, bro. Let's I'm going to Oprah up. I'm going to Oprah up. Welcome to Evolve Your Brand Podcast. I'm your host, Olia Merkies, and my guest today is the one and only Jake Smoke. Dude, I'm stoked to be here. Also known as... The Badass Miracle Worker. Okay, so what's the story behind the real estate and the... Bro, there's a few stories, but the name, The Badass Miracle Worker, this is a little bit longer, The Badass Real Estate Miracle Worker, was given to me by a client. When you go to bat for your clients multiple times, I help them sell a home, then I help them buy a home. When you knock it out of the park for them and they give you a Yeti cup that says the badass miracle worker, it all take that all day long. So, so as, as we are evolve your brand, your brand was actually, your clients came up with your brand. Sweet. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I'll take that tagline all day long. Like you just got to be there for your clients day in and day out. And it shows when you love what you're doing and you're passionate about it and you're a Marine and you kind of really don't give a shit. You're like, let's just knock it out of the park. You've, you've got to crush it. So we are going to get to that story later on. But okay. first, we're going to do 60 second rapid fire. Get to know Jake Smoke. Are you ready? Maybe. Are you let's ready? We, you have no <laughs> choice. Okay. Let's do this. Uh, if you had to eat one meal for the rest of your life, what would that one meal be? Peterson's Donuts. Okay. Um, there's a story behind that. We're not going to talk about that right now. Your favorite, son, uh, your favorite kid. Whoa, 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 whoa. Um, uh, I'm going to say Violet, my puppy. Nice. Nice. Okay. So we don't need to ask dogs or cats. Yeah. Dog person all the way, bro. All the way. Okay. Baseball yep. or football? Baseball. Padres or Angels? Padres. Okay. Um, favorite pastime activity with the family? Getting outdoors, hiking, mountain biking, mountain biking. Okay. Your favorite part about San Diego? Oof, the fucking sunshine. Sunshine. Yeah. And we weather, pay for it. And we pay for it. We pay the sunshine tax, but I love it. I mean, we live in paradise. Okay. What is the uh, unknown fact about the city of Oceanside? Oof, unknown fact. Man, at Wolf, and, oh man, unknown fact. If it was unknown, then I wouldn't know about it. Um... Bro, you stumped me on that one. It's all good. That's I'm what we do. Fact. So what's your, what, what is the one thing everyone should do when they go to the city of Oceanside? Honestly, there's a, there's a handful of haunted places. So there's like an old cemetery off the 76. It's right near the mission. Okay. You, you can't go in there without permission, but you can go around it. But uh, to my knowledge, there's a, a few handful of uh, haunted places in Oceanside, which is pretty cool. Okay, that's a that's a little. Yep. I didn't. That was unexpected. Okay. I, I was thinking the Top Gun house, maybe the yeah. pier. You yeah. went. You Ocean, went ghost. Oceanside's got some history. Okay, uh, favorite movie of all time. Oh, bro. Weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> that's some funny. That's shit. some funny shit, huh? Okay, and uh, if you had to. I asked this of a previous guest who didn't answer it. If you had to have a, a glass of whiskey with anyone from the past, who would it be? Fuck. You know what? 
I I like Denzel Washington, the actor. I mean, he's he's okay. to my knowledge, he's a pretty fucking squared away solid dude. Sweet. And what question would you ask him when you sat down? In your opinion, what does it take to be successful? And what does that mean to you? Nice. He's 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 definitely a hitter. Yep. So we're gonna jump into it. So where did the smoke journey begin? Where did it all start for you? We talking real estate here? We're talking wherever you want to take this. Oh, let's go. Oh, man. Not real estate. That's too easy. Where did the smoke journey begin? I'm going to make this as short as I possibly can. So I was adopted. Really? Yeah, I was adopted. I was adopted at three years. Efron's over here. He had no clue. Um, I was adopted. And so smoke is my biological last name. Okay, but I didn't carry smoke, the last name of smoke, for 20-something years. So right before having our first child, my wife and I changed my last name back to my biological last name to smoke. My wife and I both did. And we did that for our children. So you asked about where did the smoke journey begin? It starts with that, changing your, your name back to your biological last name. And in a way, it's a reset. It's a start for my whole entire family tree. Starting with me and going down. Legacy. Legacy. So what made you, like, you, you said you're right, but what, what made you guys decide that you wanted to do that for the family? <sighs> Simply put, you know, I met my biological family after 20-something years of not knowing them, not knowing who they are, and going up and meeting them out of the blue. And the moment... The first contact happened, my sister opened the door and immediately you're like, fuck, we're related just by body language, by mannerisms, Mm. by how we're, how we're speaking, how we're holding ourselves, what we say, what we do. Now that's nature. That's not nurture, right? When you grow up in a household, you're nurtured by your parents. But back to that point, that's nature because that comes from family that comes from your biological tree, right? So I haven't seen my sister. I don't ever recall ever seeing her, but I didn't grow up with her. Right. We had met again after 20 something years. She had been looking for me and we clicked like that. So how did, how did that, I'm, I'm curious, like how did, if she was looking for you for 20 years, how did that all come about? Bro, so quick version, uh, ancestor.com and MySpace. <laughs> MySpace, this is a while back. Bro, that was a, this a, is a while back. It was right before Facebook. Right before Facebook, but doing some 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 digging, some intel. I knew I had siblings. Um, I knew I just had to dig for them. And they had already basically input information into, into these different databases because they were looking for me. So when I went to go and look for kind of my family, family tree, it was probably a little bit easier than it normally would have been. Right. But that was you know, 12, 13 years ago, right? This was going down. So um, it all happened in about, probably about a week and a half to maybe two weeks. I sent him a message online on social media. And two days later, I'm driving up to the Bay Area to meet my family for the first time in 20 something years. So are they from the Bay Area? Did you grow up in Orange County or in the Bay Area? I grew up in in San Jose, up uh, up in Northern Cal. Got it. Yep. Okay. So, and then- for the first 10 years of my life, while I lived up in the Bay Area, I lived 10 to 15 minutes away from my, my biological family. No way. 
Yeah, bro. That's pretty. That's awesome. a cool story. You didn't know it was going to get deep like this. This really is like a therapy session. We we're talking. Oh, about it is. Earlier. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Oh, I'm bringing. We're we're crying, bro. Let's I'm going to no, Oprah up. I'm going to Oprah up. But yeah, <laughs> but yeah, there's so much. So that story. Let's go on a deeper dive on that later. But that's around a campfire story. There's so much, so much more that. Right. It's cool. That, that's deep. It, that's it's deep, pretty, and it's ironic because uh, Dylan is 13. So you literally just. Yeah, this was 13 so years oldest, ago. We changed, you know, back to biological last name because of my firstborn child. Well, I will give you feedback from a branding perspective. I don't know what your former smoke is pretty. But smoke is, is yeah. badass, right? So it's so unique. It. It's catchy. It's, you know, people love it. And I'm like, hey, it's biological, but I'll take it. I'll run with it. And, um, you know, it's funny. You asked that question. And I was thinking real estate. And I'm like, okay. How else can I spin this or start this? And yeah, it's, right. That that is dude, a cool it's story. Straight from the heart. So, would you have you guys ever talked about adopting as the kids grow older? Have you ever thought about it? No. Well, we have. Yeah, we have. So, my wife asked me that question um, early on. I don't know if it was after child number two or number three, and I'm like, nope, no way. Okay. Because I already have kids of my own, I'm not going to go through that process. And, you know, and get an adopt. Right. Now, if we were unable to have children, it would have been a different answer. Got it. For sure. I'm, I'm, I would have been all for it. But, uh, yeah, it's crazy. It's, it's it, it absolutely is incredible being a parent and, and the people, I, I mean, I had no idea the adoption is, is incredible. I mean, if you can raise someone else's kid as, as your own, that's yeah, amazing. It is, it is crazy. It, it is, it's, it's incredible. It's, there's so much, um, you know, I don't have adopted kids, but myself to this day my adoption records are still sealed really yeah so in the state of california your records are either open or closed sealed so Forever? to this day well you can get a court order to have them unsealed got it and i had and by the way before i changed my last name we we did dna testing with my dad my biological dad met him you know we talk i we found another brother who's biological as well he did DNA testing. Well, it all matched. So it's not, it was not an easy decision and it wasn't a quick decision either. But right. we're like, you know what? Let's do all these. Make sure we check all the boxes. What's the biggest impact it's made on how you live, live life? Like meeting your biological family and changing your last name. What's the biggest impact? So, so I'm, I'm going to try to put this as simply as I put my adopt, adopted family, I, I am so thankful for them, first and foremost. They're the ones that raised me. Right. Okay. But also, 20-something years of growing up, from the get-go, I was the, I was different than my bio, my adopted family, right? They didn't, they were kind of sitting at home, doing their own thing. I always wanted to get out, go explore the world, go do my own thing. Went off to the military, you know, at, at 18. Wanted to create my own path. And that's what kind of led into the entrepreneur route, right? Getting into real estate. I've always like, okay, I want to own my own business, do my own thing. I'm not really, I don't go against the grain, but I also, you You're know. You're not a conformist. Yeah. I want to, I want to create my own, my own path, create my own rules, do my own thing. Um, so with that, I was always thinking and wanting more, wanting to be better, wanting to be different. And so um, this reset or fresh start or, starting from the ground up with smoke 
And with Team Smoke and with real estate and everything else I've going on in my life, it's it's a new beginning. What uh, besides the adventure of joining the Marines? How long how long did you serve? Thank you for your service. How long did you serve? Appreciate it, bro. Uh, five years. Five years. Yep. What's so, the biggest takeaway you had from from the time that you served? You know, the Marine Corps, it's, it, there's, it's fun times. There's a lot of, you know, in our time, in there's a lot of BS that happens. <laughs> that's, that's how it goes. You got to roll with it. But it enables you to learn how to operate effectively with all walks of life. People from all over the world, all over the U.S. You've got to understand how to work with people. And that rolls right into real estate. I was going to say. I'm sorry. The yeah. next question was going to be how, what's the synergy between being serving and being in real estate? It's very similar. It's, it's very similar. And you know, the Marines, especially the Marines, but all branches who get into real estate, generally they do a pretty damn good job because they've got the grit. They've got the determination, they've right. got the work ethic. They've got the, the, a better understanding of different types of people because in real estate, You've really got to figure out and learn who you're working with on a daily basis, whether that's your client, whether that's the other realtor on the other side, the listing agent, the buyer's agent, and an escrow title and the million other services that are doing work to make sure that purchase or that sale goes through. And you've got to be a team player. Right. And often when people bring up issues or concerns, okay, nowadays I don't even sweat it. But the question is, what are we going to do to work through it? And what's what's a possible solution? The badass miracle worker. The badass miracle. Let's step it up. Uh, did uh, how did how did the uh, your time in the military help you become a better entrepreneur? Grit, grit, and determination. So in the Marine Corps, it's the fucking not bottom of of the totem pole, but when it comes to funding, mm-hmm. you've got to learn how to adapt and how to make things work. And you work often. You're working on equipment that's 20, 30 plus years old, and they're like, "We're not getting new shit." Right. It's broke. Fix it. So same mentality as we roll into being an entrepreneur in real estate. You can't always get the the latest and greatest, shiniest thing. Right. And also, when it comes to your clients, they're like, "Oh, you know, I want a home that's uh, you know looks like five million bucks, but they have a six hundred thousand dollar budget." You've got to learn how to enable them to adapt to what's really, what's realistic. Right. Have you, how, how difficult is it to be a, a realtor or a real estate agent in San Diego? Like, is it more competitive than other areas? Like what's the experience like for you? Have you done transactions in other states? I, I haven't, but you know, I, I communicate quite a bit with realtors from all over the U.S. I mean, it's very competitive. Okay. There's a ton of real estate agents within San Diego County. But also, you've got to understand out of that 20-something thousand real estate agents in San Diego County, how many of them are actually putting in the work and the effort day in and day out to be successful? And people have different ideas of what successful is. But again, I think the number is, you know, the average does four to eight a year. Okay. Now, I'm not, by all means, I'm not a rock star. Okay. But... I'm building out a team. I'm doing what I got to do to help other real estate agents grow and be successful. And I have an open door policy. So I'm willing to 
share all the information and knowledge that I have to help other realtors grow and to gain experience. And what that said is as long as you're putting in the work day in and day out and prospecting and talking to people, the, the, the deals, the, the escrows, the buying and selling, that's going to happen. Because you're getting out there and putting in, you know, you've got the grit and determination and you're doing the work. What do you think the number one step is for your, for your new team members? What's the number one thing they have to do in order to be successful in real estate in San Diego? The one action they got to do. I'm a new agent in San Diego. What's the number one thing I got to do to be successful here? Have conversations. Doesn't mean phone calls. It doesn't mean in person. I mean, it means all of it. What I'm saying is a lot of other people, coaches, they say, oh, make 20 phone calls. Do this. Go door knock. Go do this. Go do that. Go do that. It's about having conversations with people like this. Doesn't matter if it's over coffee. Doesn't matter if it's on the phone in person, you know, door knocking, just have conversations with people. If you're standing at the grocery store in line, talk to people. And also having those, having those conversations, but also being a listener. You don't want to go up and tell them about yourself. You want to go up and ask them questions about them. Right? Uh, when you said listening, you, you, you caught my attention. So is artificial intelligence going to replace real estate agents? No, never. Never? Never, never. in my opinion. It's going to... Zillow's tried. iBuyers have tried. All, all, everybody yeah. has tried. How come uh, real estate agents won't, won't be eliminated with artificial intelligence? Uh, because AI cannot replace human interaction. Now, AI is immensely going to help. It already is. It already has. It's going to make our jobs easier in that sense. But it still takes and it's always going to take that human interaction, that face-to-face -face contact with somebody um, to drive business and to drive relationships. Uh, you know, we've got to stay in the influential zone. So AI and, you know, texting and social media, that a lot of that's kind of informational based. You're putting information out there. And it might be valuable, but you're putting information out there. But there's no human interaction. When you start seeing them in person, when you start doing Zoom calls, at the very least a Zoom call or, or video call, but when you're in person with them, that's the highest form of being influential to another person. When you're trying to make something happen, that's how you get it done. And AI is never going to be able to replace that. I, I appreciate you breaking that down because you look at the media and uh, I think they dismiss uh, real estate agents and they dismiss, oh, they're, they they're very dismissive. And right. so uh, what, what are your thoughts about how uh, real estate industry is portrayed in the media? Look, the media is just the media. I, I really don't care how we are portrayed or how right. really anything is portrayed in the media. <laughs> you've got to understand the source. I don't give two shits of what they're putting out there. Right. But people need to realize and understand that it's the media. Why do they put things on the news to, to gain sell. an audience? They're, all they're trying to do is put drama out there to gain an audience and to get more people watching to increase ratings, whether it's right, wrong, and different. Good, bad, ugly, whatever, doesn't matter. Do you think the information they're putting out there is having a positive or negative impact on 
on first-time home buyers and people that are in the market to buy? Most of the news has yeah. put a negative impact on what's really going on in society. And I say that a negative impact because it's scaring people right. to, to, to buy, right? And so, but that's that's their point. That's their objective. You know, they people people react to negative actions. What do you often remember most? Positive things or negative things? Negative. And they, and they know that. That's just human. That's just human nature. Yeah. So when when you look at when you look at the San Diego market, and uh, let's say I was a first time homeowner, what tip would you have? Uh, in regards to how to approach California and become a become a homeowner, what's the number one tip? Really understand what your long term goal is. Okay. Okay. And they'll try to make this short, but even you know, if they know they're going to live in this house for five years, okay, what are we going to do after those five years? Let's talk about renting that property out. And does that make sense? And where do you see yourselves five years from now? So having that long-term strategy and not just making, in a way, an impulse decision. Most real estate agents can be like, okay, let's go. Let's let's buy this house. But is that really the right move? And then have you thought about what are you doing after that? Right? Where's your family going? You have one baby now or you can have a, a second kiddo. What's that going to look like? Right. So kind of mapping out that that life roadmap is going to be the best thing for them. Okay. And where do you see San Diego real estate around the summertime? Uh, do you think market's going to crash? What are your thoughts about? What do you, what do you, my, I, I hear it all the time. The market is crashing. My opinion is, and based off of um, chatting with a handful of folks in, in different, different, uh, Industries within real estate, uh, I think the market's going to go bonkers. Okay. Right? So if we do, and, and you're more on the lending side, but if they drop interest rates, here in Southern California, it's a supply and demand problem. We have no homes available out on the market currently that can support the amount of buyers that are out there looking. Okay. So if they drop interest rates, that's going to create a flood of buyers into the market. That's expected to happen, you know, spring, summer time frame. It's going to go nuts. And the market will not crash here in San Diego County. And in, 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 if it's a beautiful home, it's going to sell. There's too many people want to live where we live. Yep. We live in paradise. Yep. Supply and demand. Do you have a, since you grew up in the Bay Area, have you noticed a lot of people from Bay Area that you have connections with considering moving to Southern California? Um. Yes. Uh, you know, a lot of folks are, you know, folks are still staying up there, but we have seen in the past couple of years, a huge influx of folks coming in from the Bay Area. You know, if you can work from home and you can work anywhere, a lot of people are leaving, uh, leaving Northern Cal and then moving down here. we got sunshine. We pay for it. Absolutely. Well, why wouldn't you want to live in San Diego County? Right. What, uh, if, uh, what city are you excited about? Right now, that you see a lot of growth that that you get excited about in Southern California, is there is there one that stands out to you? So you, you know you're going to get a biased answer here. I live in Oceanside. Okay, right? all right, so, throw it out. 
Oceanside, and I've been I've been in Oceanside since 2002, so over over 20 years. So I've seen it. It's it's ebbed and flowed, right? And it's always going to do that because of Camp Pendleton, because of the military influx, you know. And there's good and bad about Oceanside, but they are doing so much in that downtown area, and they have been. It really is turning into something really unique, and it's it's on the map, and it's not going anywhere. Right. It's it's it was really a back in the day, really a nice kind of a little bit of a smaller, smaller city. But since all the new high rises, the new hotels, new restaurants, it's the last Southern California coastal Southern California city that's still, you know, decently priced for. Southern California standards. You didn't say affordable. It's like affordable, California, affordable. You saw that, huh? Yes, I did see that. Uh, where, where would you, if you were to buy, uh, if you were invest in a state, what state would you invest in? Um, invest, that's interesting. So actually my wife and I were looking at um, oh, look. Georgia and we're looking at, um, we're looking at Alabama as well. Okay. Yep. Nice. Are you getting a second properties. home? We're, we're looking at investment properties. Okay, there yeah, you go. Because again, aside from a primary residence, how do you, how do you build wealth? And, and what in you know the answer, but what type of income is the least taxed? What we do for and a living. What we do, and if you're in real estate, was well, a real estate agent, you also get further tax incentives. Right. So makes sense, right? No brainer, no brainer to me. And if someone's got the ability to get a home equity line of credit, should they? Right now, I would say with with inflation, recession soon to come, it absolutely like lock in what what you can. Yep. Because I would rather have the access to the funds versus not have them. Save it for a rainy day. Amen. Doesn't mean you have to use it. Yep. But if you got the ability, if you've got the equity in your home. Save it for a rainy day, just in case, right? Yep. Yeah. Um, next question I have for you was when it comes to like uh, your your push with your team, serving the military community. What what's what's in store for uh, Team Smoke over the next twelve months? Where are you guys going to be in twelve months? So I'm in no hurry to grow the team out to to a larger a, a large footprint, but grow the team out steadily. You okay. know, grow grow it out, get get a couple more team members on board, and really what it comes down to just providing a, a kick ass and badass level of service. Badass, you know, yeah, just providing value everywhere we go, being top of mind. You know, I do that with my marketing, with my truck. You know. Being out there and being a part of the community, because again, people want that that community interaction. They want that face to face interaction. So many people are stuck behind their phones, behind their computers. Get out there and do more, and that's that's the intent with the team. Yeah, and kudos kudos to you. I mean, you're I've, I've, you've invited me to a couple of events, and it's challenging me to go out there. So. Let's go right into branding because I know how passionate you are about your your brand, <laughs> and you'll you'll see a strike around. Yep. we'll we'll put Watch a for we'll it. put a link for it. Yep. you can go and check it out. Uh, when it comes to your brand, 
what is your approach with your brand and how are you leveraging like technology and video to continue to grow your brand? Video is king, right? And so getting everything out there, we've got to showcase what we do day in and day out. And so I get so many comments about the brand like, Jake, you have, you know, you've got your truck, you've got shirts, you've got hats, you've got, you know, all, all different types of things that have your brand. And so I've always loved the color orange. So my team colors are orange. Yep. Yep. Show them your shoes, bro. Yes. So orange and also the dark gray or smoke or charcoal smoke colored gray, right? Right here. So that those two colors for me, they pop. They've got significance. They, they There's a, a, a bigger meaning behind those colors for one. Um, and then also the urban camouflage with, with a military tie-in. But um, you brought up Brandon. I just thought of something. Somebody asked me, uh, another real estate agent, uh, a couple of years ago when I first wrapped my truck. And they're like, why, why would you wrap your truck? Why would you spend your money on that? My initial gut reaction is why not? But that doesn't give them clarity on why, right? Right. But my, my question to them is, why does Amazon need to wrap their delivery vehicles? It's top of mind awareness. People ask, oh, have you gotten direct business from it? It's not about getting direct business. Right. You're missing the point. The point is to be top of mind and people see me driving everywhere. I had somebody post on social media the other day. I believe he was driving a, a forerunner, a Toyota. And he had me on video and I was in front of him on the freeway and we we're stop and go traffic. And he did a post on Instagram. It said, if I, you know, if I were on the market to buy a home right now, I would buy from this guy. He's driving a badass Toyota Tacoma. Look at this wrap. Like I like, look. Was he your buddy? No. <laughs> I had no clue who this guy who this guy was, but I I commented back and I was so appreciative. Hey, nice. Thank you for the shout out. Like, hey, I appreciate that. Thanks, you know, thanks a bunch. You know, you brought up a great point right now, which is humility and, and the gratitude. Right. Which I think is it really stocks authenticity on on social media. Yep. So when you approach uh you know, social media, what, what, what's your goal? What are you, what are you accomplishing? You know, what's your, what's your goal when it comes to posting and we got vulnerable. So what are the challenges that you run into when it comes to social media? You know, I, I I'm, I don't want to throw an age thing out there, but it, it's, it's hard. You know, social media is a full-time job. I feel there are some people that definitely do it a lot easier than I do, but it takes effort, but just like everything in life, anything that takes effort and takes work, it's going to be worthwhile. Right. And doing those worthwhile activities is what's going to set you apart when other people are not. But straightforward, like I haven't posted for the past week thereabouts. And I'll do a couple posts here and there, but it's not enough. Right? The perception is that it's not enough. But as long as you're out there posting right. and having some consistency with it, again, it all comes back to consistency. Right. Um, it's what it takes. Unfortunately, for better or for worse, I'm not fond of social media, but we've got to do okay. it. Okay. We've, uh, we've, we've, we've got to do it. I'm, I'm going to dig in on this one. So you're not yeah. fond of social media and this would, this might surprise you. Neither am I. Because okay. I think it, it's, it's very time consuming, yeah. you know, and there, there could be other things. So if 
What is it that you're not a huge fan of when it comes to social media? Uh, for me, it's probably the, it's, it's probably the copyright. It's probably the written, written content part of it. I have no problem doing the videos, speaking on camera, right. Uh, showing who I am as a person. But then when it actually comes to putting it down in writing, that's where I I lock up. I was like, Oh, okay. I just did that video. How do I put it in writing? Got it. So, and how are you working through that? Oh, you know, you know, the new technology, you know, <laughs> the, the new resources, you've got to use the technology out there. So, you know, using the, the, the chat GPT, the, the AI that's out there, like yep. we mentioned before, it's never going to replace real estate agents, but it's going to greatly impact of how we can be resourceful. Like it's, it, it's helpful. So, yeah. so that, that, you know, and, and I, and I love talking real estate. Now let, let, let's have some fun and get to know you a little bit. So what, what are your passions when you're not running 24 seven? Cause do you ever take a day off from real estate? No, like, does bro. that exist? No, it doesn't. <laughs> no. Cause <laughs> so talk about, <laughs> but family. I love it. what does your family love to do? What do you guys love to do as a family? What does the family do? You know, so I, I'm an outdoors guy okay. at, at heart. Um, it's either hiking or mountain biking, getting out there in nature. Right. And just doing something. The other day, my oldest, uh, you know, he turned uh, 13 on Monday. Well, it was actually on Saturday that we took him out mountain biking. Got him and like four other buddies of his. We went and did 15 miles at Lake Hodges on mountain bikes. It was a great day. But I was tired afterwards, but it was a great day. Um, Went out mountain biking. 15 miles. Yeah, just crushed it, man. So I, I like getting out there taking the family out. Let's go for a hike. Let's go for a ride. Let's go to the beach. Let's What's your camping. favorite hike? Um, you would do a lot of hiking in Carlsbad. So we, okay. we keep it simple. Um, there's Calvera Hills, Calvera yeah. Lake right there. We've gone out to daily ranch. I like the hike at, uh, potato chip rock. That, that okay. one's, that one's, that's pretty awesome. That that's, that's brutal too. You gotta be ready yeah. for that one. Yeah. So really just getting out there at like, you know, often people are like, oh, we're going to the movies or we're going to go to that. And to me, I don't want to sit and fall asleep and watch a movie. Like, no. I mean, it's fun, but I can yeah. do that at home. Let's go out and do something where we're together. We're having a, we're having fun, having a blast. Is is a whole family outdoorsy? Most, most of them are, you know, of course we all have our moments like, um, uh, right. <laughs> I don't want to go to the beach or I don't want to do this or I don't want to do that. Like, oh, well. Suck it up. Let's go. <laughs> uh, what about the boys and their travel ball? Like, do you, uh, do you get involved in that? Kids, do I get involved in that? Whew. So kids in their sports, baseball, right now it's like seven days a week. Well, you're a chauffeur. So yeah, that's like, all, all, all we're doing. Okay. What's, the wife what's and the, I, I miss travel ball. I miss travel ball. What's your favorite part about travel ball? You know, so fortunately, like when you say travel ball, we don't travel out of state. Right. Like a lot of folks do. They travel to Arizona. They travel to Nevada. With with my real estate business and the amount of time that I don't have, yeah. we're like, hey, look, we'll get you involved in travel ball, but we're not we're not doing the the multi-state type of travel ball. So we just enjoy the the development that our child, our son is getting. Like little league is great. It's amazing. But again, working with those other players and developing those skills at a higher level, 
that has helped immensely. And we can see that in our oldest. And so then he takes that back to his little league and he crushes it. So that's uh you've you've gotta get different you've got to get different exposures, right? And don't be afraid to be the smallest person in the room or the weakest person in the room. Because you are, again, kind of back to real estate, you've heard it. You are who you hang out with, right? I was just thinking the same thing. If you hang out with rock stars and badasses, it's naturally going to come, right? Speaking of rock stars, who are the two to three rock stars in San Diego? It doesn't matter the industry or whatever. Who are two or three rock stars that you follow and you uh, appreciate the hard work? You know, I've been following um, a couple of them. So even like Gabe Mendes. Okay. I first started out in real estate with C21, Century 21 Award. And you that's did. where he started out with. So following him, and he's he's younger than I am, like he crushes it. Okay. So he does very well and, and he's got a team and he's he's he does pretty well with the social media front. So always trying to take those nuggets and learn from that, from a real estate perspective. That's one ex- one example in real estate. Um, outside of that, when it comes to advertising and marketing, Hernan Cies. I was on Business Bros. Pod, pod, you know, that podcast, uh, I think a couple years ago initially. I saw when it. When I first got into real estate. I saw it. When I first got into real estate, I started following him. And him and his brother were doing it. It's crazy. And he's just a genuine, happy, just positive energy. And that's what I love when people are unique, positive. They've got the energy. What? I mean. Gold. Golden. Gold. So those are are two, um, in my opinion, two great examples of what you can do and how you can utilize, you know, content and content creation and social media. Um, Great people to follow. Um, what is one thing you would improve about real estate? About, is this only about real estate? Um, <laughs> just real estate. One thing, if, if we went to state of California, <laughs> so this no, what's is, one thing you would improve about California? Uh, Forget this is, it. This is hard, man. So <laughs> this is, this is cause there's a lot. Uh, <laughs> uh, and this that was is a loaded question, estate, by yes. the way. This is human. So this is communication. I hate email, and it's just me. I hate email. It's archaic. People lose fucking emails left and right. Someone shoots an email, and if you don't answer it, then it gets buried. People are like, oh, didn't get my email? I'm like, that was fucking 100 emails deep. Um, Communication. Uh, I think we all need to, instead of pointing the finger when there's issues or problems, Involve everybody. We're all a team to make sure this deal, this purchase, this sale, to make sure it goes through. None of this kind of behind the scenes to make things work, but put it out there. Hey, this is the problem. We've got a possible solution. This is what we're going to do to make it make it right or make it different or make it to the finish line. We all need to do a better job at communicating. I'm not perfect. Okay. Um, and a lot of time, that's actually like picking up the phone and talking to somebody. And often there's a lot of email. There's a lot of email that goes back and forth. But 
picking up the phone and, and communicating. Again, we've got to have that, that human interaction. Or doing a video. Makes doing all a the video difference. message. My man. And then you can see body language. You can see how, the they're, how they're feeling, you know, if they look like shit because they woke up on the wrong side of the bed, whatever it is, how they're carrying themselves. And I swear quite often, forgive me, my military days, I do not mean to be disrespectful to anybody, but it's how I operate. It is what it is. Yeah, it is what it is. What's the number one thing you're looking forward to for the rest of this year? I'm looking, I mean, that's another loaded answer. I'm looking to, I'm so excited just to get out there and to be one, be a face for the EXP Military Network. I'm the state squad leader for the state of California. Congrats. So, appreciate it, man. So getting out there within the military and veteran community is a huge driving factor for myself and for the team for this year. Um, but also being a resource and provide, providing value, being having that open door policy. I just want to help. And I think if you're willing to help people, whether it's other real estate agents, buyers or sellers, it doesn't matter. It's, it's going to happen. Business is going to come. It doesn't matter if it's a down market, if it's an up market. People, there's a lot of real estate agents out there that are just nervous, shaking in their boots because maybe they, they you know might not have something coming their way. Things have gotten slow for, for some of us, even myself. You've got to, you just got to get out there and keep going. Double the leads. Yep. Double the leads. So, Jake, thank you so much for being on. Uh, where can, if I want to find you, what are your handles? Throw it out there. What's your contact information? Bro, appreciate it, man. So you can find me on Instagram, um, jake.smoke, uh, you know, even on YouTube, Jake Smoke. You can find me there. Facebook, same thing. It's all pretty uniform. Um, reach out to me. Hit me up. My phone number is 760-429-5533. Reach out. If you got questions, I got answers. And, and last but not least, what is uh, your favorite quote of all time? Oof. Oh, God. There's so many quotes. Or your favorite saying of all time. What, what, motto, what mantra do you live by? I, I like forget about it and drive on. Shit happens. <laughs> forget about it and drive on? Yeah. Where'd you get that? Shit happens. Fuck, like, yes, it does. You, you know, life is going to throw you fucking curveballs. My life from birth to adoption to everything is a big curveball. Don't try to change what happens to you. Change how you react to those events. And if you've got to forget about it and drive on, let's go. And you live a happier existence. Yeah. Thank you so much, buddy. Appreciate we you. We appreciate having you on.